Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everyone out there is having a great week. I am back this week with the amazing Miss Erica Singleton. She is the Director of Communications from Professionals Beyond the Game, and we are back for another show on the Sean Bright Athlete Series. Good morning, Erica. How you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm wonderful, Tracy. How are you? I am doing awesome. I love the third Thursday of the month. Get to spend some great time with you. Oh, my God. I do, too. And this one is a special one for me. It this is. one really is. Yes. Cannot um, We're wait. getting into uh, inspiration, purpose, transition tales. And our guest this morning, um, over 30 years of friendship, and everybody needs that friend who is supportive who is your Tigger when you're more like Eeyore, yes. uh, who is always finding the happy in situations. And that is our guest this morning, Misha Loretto uh, Robinson. She is the chief executive of hope at I Am We Are. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. I'm so happy to be here with you this morning. We are so happy to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. And guys, if you are just tuning in for the very first time, this is the Mental Fitness Matters show. This show is designed to provide you with tips, strategies, and solutions to improving your mental health and mental fitness. And we teamed up with Professionals Beyond the Game a couple months back. Um, so when Professionals Beyond the Game, they are a nonprofit organization whose mission is to further conversations, raise awareness, and help create resources to supporting the well-being and mental health of former collegiate athletes. And like Erica just said, she has a lifelong friend on with us today and we cannot wait to hear her story Misha go ahead and just kind of do a brief introduction of yourself I got your bio here I would love to read some of that as well but I can't wait for people to learn more about all the things that you're doing because when we're thinking about transitions transitions think about what's going on right now this is a year of transition so whether you're transitioning from high school to college or from one job to the next or if you're having to figure out how you're going to transition from 2020 to 2021 transitions are a big deal and you have such an inspiring story um, of how you're really kind of taking your career and making a life of social impact tell us a little bit more about who you are Oh man, Tracy, you hit me in my heart when you just did that intro. I'm like, I got stuck. Um, I love transitions. I love transitions. I actually have a retreat that I've done um, throughout the years called Transformative Transitions. So it is something near and dear to my heart. Um, I am the chief executive of Hope of I Am We Are. I Am We Are is a youth empowerment organization that is registered in South Africa and also here in the Washington, D.C. area of the United States. And we, we help youth unlock their purpose. We make sure that they have a village, a community around them to achieve their purpose. Um, we help them to be able to transition from high school into, you know, tertiary education. Um, so that way they can be self-sufficient adults. Um, so we are Pan-African in scope and we work with children directly in South Africa and we, and we work with children in here in the D.C. area so they can be in community together. Um, from a transitional perspective, my background in education, though, is in the marketing brand management field. I work for companies like Campbell Soup, which everybody knows that mm -mm good, um, <laughs> doing marketing. But um, 
I prayed and I asked God what my purpose is. And that is why I'm on the path that I'm on now. And I am um, working with you. Wow. Erica, thank you for bringing her on. We're going to have some fun (laughs) today. Right. She is amazing. She is absolutely amazing. So Um, in finding her purpose, uh, there is a phrase and the name of the organization. I kind of want Misha to talk a little bit about that because even in transitions, there's so much in that name um, and in the experience that can also provide aid to people and inspiration. Talk a little bit about uh, the name for your organization, how you found it. I am because we are. Um, So I am because we are is Ubuntu. So it's a South African philosophy that really talks about our interconnection. What you do, Erica, you know, and Tracy in Charlotte, you know, it affects me here in D.C., even though we are miles and miles apart. What happens in South Africa, you know, affects us, even though we are, you know, thousands of miles apart. And so I think the pandemic has taught us, if nothing else, how interconnected we are, how if you don't wear a mask, it affects me. How, you know, um, when one person, when when laws get passed or don't get passed and or let's, let's say schools close down or, you know, um, jobs close down, how that then affects, you know, everyday people. So I think um, f- for me, for me, um, mm, in, in this journey, you know, that that's what I've learned. Um, and that's I wanted to start an organization where as black, you know, everywhere I traveled, um, I saw black and brown children on the streets um, or or where they where they're they weren't able to bring their purpose fully to life. Let's say that not necessarily in the streets, but. You know, I wanted to be able to bring them into community together so that way they could assist and they could support each other. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. We all know that, but it takes a village to raise the village. And I wanted to make sure those multiple levels of community were present in children's lives. I love that, Misha. Did you know? I'm curious, like at a very like when did you know that this was a call on your life? What was going on in your at your time and in your life in terms of your career? Did was it like something that you felt, something that you heard, something that you were just experiencing? How did you know, or did you know, uh, this is where you'd be going? You know, I I I I was on a path of like I'm gonna get my MBA, I'm gonna get you know get this career, and I I literally I turned thirty and I'm forty three now, and I hit a place where I was like I achieved all my dreams, and I spoke to a friend of mine from business school, and he said to me, well, if you achieved all your dreams, you didn't dream big enough, and so I really sat, and I, I honestly those years when I was at Campbell were some of the lower years of my life, and I felt empty. I felt like every time I went through that turn style that I was losing a piece of myself. I I felt like God intended for me to do more. And I honestly, Tracy, to your point, question, I had no clue what more was. But like, again, I just, I got tired of being tired. I got, I remember walking into a bar and just sitting and crying um, and just, and, and just being like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just know this isn't it. And so I, one, focused on, I need to find joy where I am, you know, actively choosing 
causing joy. And so I, because I recognize that no matter where you go, there you are. And mm-hmm. so one, I decided in, in Philadelphia, I'm gonna find happiness and I'm gonna find joy. But then after that, I also, you know, I had gone back to Benin where I had served as a Peace Corps volunteer right after undergrad. And I was on the beach. I'll never forget it. I got up early in the morning to see the sunrise and I prayed and God said, go on a trip around the world. And I said, God, we got this good MBA debt. And he said, no, go. (laughs) And so when I when I came back, you know, and this is when I started making those choices, that's when I decided I we're going to do this trip. And I started doing the research and figuring out what that looked like for me. And I decided, you know, to do another stint in Peace Corps to be able to um, be able to give and utilize that time. Um, You put purpose in that time. And then I decided to do this trip around the world. Um, The trip ended up being three months and the the volunteer service ended up being nine months. But during that time, I literally, anybody's ear that I could get, I was like, what's your purpose? How did you know this was your purpose? You know, every, you know, when I was in South Africa where I was volunteering, I did that. When I was traveling afterwards, I did that. But by listening, by by hearing, by being present and also just real in prayer, in prayer and asking God, you know, who am I and really seeking that out. That's what led me on this path. And um, the path, you know, when you talk about transitions, what's not easy, but what I knew when I got on this path to starting I Am We Are, I knew this was what my purpose and God had called me to do. And that's what propelled me forward. Whew, I got chills as you're talking, Misha. If you could see my arms right now, I got chill bumps right now as you're talking. I love, I love all of that. And I hear actively choosing joy. That's a great tip for all of us out here, because no matter what the transitions are that you're going through in your life right now, actively choosing to focus on something that makes you happy. And I love that you just said that you kind of heard God's voice saying, we're going to go to South Africa. Was that scary for you when you were you like, are, am I hearing this correctly? Are we really going or you mean we really staying right here? How did you? So as we think about I love how you're asking that question. What is my purpose? You're asking people deliberately. How did you know where you are? Because I think a lot of people right now, they may have a call on. Everybody has a call on their life. Yes. But everybody, everybody (laughs) has a call on their life. They may be in a job or career or a situation and they're not really sure feeling like fulfillment in that. And as you're just talking about how you were actively reaching out to others saying, how did you know this is what you were supposed to do? How do you know that purpose? And then being present and listening. I think that's so powerful. Because we mm. we don't we don't get quiet enough, right? There's so mm. much mm. noise around us. So I mm. love that you're sharing how you got still, you got quiet, you you saw after prayer and after other people's um, listening to other people's stories. That's powerful. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah, and I mean, so you said, was it scary? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry, I had to, yes, yes. And I think you know, people always tell me like, oh my gosh, you seem so fearless. You've done this because Tracy, that was like the first time I quit a good job. I've done that many times since. But I think, and that was the hardest time. But I'm, mean, you know, I think it was for me. It was harder like sitting for the rest of my life and not knowing, knowing that I had a calling in me, knowing that there was a seed planted in me and I didn't water it. And so for me, it was, it was, it, you know, and I, let me, I'm sorry, cause you kind of hit me, Trace, you didn't hit me this morning. You got me stuck a little bit over my wounds, but I think, you know, part of what I, when I prayed and I went back to Philadelphia, right. I was in Benin. I went back and I, I kind of was like, all right, God, we're going to do this. And it was amazing. Once I, once I made that decision, again, that choice, 
things just came. And so, you know, where I had a hesitation, God filled it up mm-hmm. where I had doubt, God filled it up. And so it was, it was, I didn't know almost in some regards, like the path just kept coming out before me and being revealed. So like, I was like, well, I got MBA debt. And then God, you know, literally it's like, all right, I need to get another job to do this. And somebody called me and said, Hey, we need your help. And they gave me, and then I was able to have this virtual job. You know, that's what we're in the age now, but I was working and helping somebody virtually and get paid out on top of my other salary. So I was able to pay off all my debt before I left. So now that's done. All of a sudden, I had some stock options that I didn't know about that came to life from a, a, a um from a recognition that a boss like three years had given me, all of a sudden now somebody's like, oh, okay, well, you know, you have this and you can cash this out. So now I got money to live off of while I'm gone. And then I also realized I got a pension from this job that I can also cash out because somebody had left before me and they mentioned us and wait, we get a pension, we got a pension. So now I have money. So not only every place where I had doubt and I had concern and I said, God, but, but, but this, but this, He answered. And so I think if nothing else, what I learned in that moment is God meets you at the level of your faith. So it is not scary, but to me, it's scarier not to know. And I rather at this point, what I what I walk forward with is I rather know that I tried and failed than I never tried at all. And I sat and sat. Actually, people think it's comfortable, but it's uncomfortable to have the frustration, to have that tension, to know there is more, to know you were meant to do something else and to not answer that call using like what you said. And so. God will meet you at the level of your faith. So if you walk forward and just take one little step, he will put like 20 more in front of you. And then the people will come into your path that'll be able to speak to you. The finances will come into your path that'll be able to provide for you. Provision is there. God does not give vision without provision. It's there, but you just got to take that first step to walk forward in faith. You better give us a word this morning, Miss Misha. I told you, Tracy, if there's no one else in my life when I am afraid and fear stops me a lot, Misha's the first one to tell you, do it afraid. Do it afraid. Afraid. Yes, 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 yeah. I'm like, y'all got me. Y'all got me preaching this morning. Y'all got me in my spirit this morning. Yes. You got us fired up. And that's so good. And when you're thinking about your passion, your purpose, your call, your intention, and the statements and the words that you're saying right now, I can only imagine what your organizations are thriving. So let's talk about the people that you're serving. So what you guys are doing over here at I Am, We Are, what has been the impact in terms of putting resources and and things in place? What have you guys seen so far in terms of these kids and the transformations and the transitions of the lives that you're touching? Oh, man. So... It's it's the watering. It's the watering. It's the seed. That seed is in each of us and we have to nurture it. We have to nurture it. And so I think the one thing that I see with our children, our children around the world, and again, that interconnectedness, when I say our, I don't mean children necessarily I gave birth to. I don't mean children that necessarily, you know, are in my immediate um, community, but our children, um, they need that support. They need that sense of belonging. They need that community. They need that hug. I saw you, Tracy, this morning when you went in, you gave hugs to people. They need, we need that. We need that connection. And I think if nothing else, you know, we've got the day, we ain't talking about data this morning. So I ain't bringing it out, Tracy um, and Erica, but what I saw was children's faces light up because 
we sold into them and we spent time with them that they, they lined up, not every one of them, but they wanted that hug. They wanted that hug that, you know, they wanted and, and they appreciated feeling seen that we spent time, you know, in community wrestling with their issues, wrestling with the things that were making them afraid, making them nervous. And it gave them strength. It gave them confidence. And that's what I see in these, see in them. We just recently celebrated our five year anniversary and, Congratulations. Um, and we, you know, I, I'm touched right now, but I'm a couple of the youth in our program, we call them ambassadors. They send over videos. Um, and one of the little girl, one of the um, the youth in the program, I was like, okay, do you know this? And do you need me to do this? And she's like, Misha, we got this. And she was like, we're going to make you proud. Just wait, have your tissues ready because I'm going to make you laugh and I'm going to make you cry. But the fact that like, it's just this knowingness that they have now, this, this, and you know, and, and um, that ambassador, she just had a baby and she's finishing out her senior year. But what I saw in her is a strength to say, you know what? Although this was not my plan, I will be okay. Mm-hmm. Although this was not my plan, I ha- I have a plan to move forward with. And so, you know, I'm going to do this. And if that, you know, I, I applied to these universities. And if I don't get a bursary um, or a scholarship, then I'm going to be a police officer because, um, you know, it only takes this amount of months to get a job. And then I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to take care of my daughter. And I know what love is, you know, and you, and you, that's one of the things you've also taught us. And I'm going to be the best mother I can be. And I'm going to provide for me and my daughter. And so I think those stories, you know, it's great to be able to tell, you know, there are, um, you know, youth from our program who are in university now, but I look at her where things may not have gone as planned, but she's embracing. And I think when we talk about transition, she's embracing the uncertainty of what is now in her path. And she's making a plan and responding to it because she ultimately knows where she wants to go. And no matter what has come into her path, she is embracing it and moving forward, head up and with confidence. And that's what I see. That's what I see in them. It's powerful. And I remember just getting on your website and your, the, the first thing that I saw was up, um, creating a world where all youth are socially engaged, globally aware and economically, economically free. I think mm-hmm. that is such a powerful, intentional mission statement. And it mm-hmm. sounds like you guys are doing just that. What are the ages that you serve in terms of when people, when you are there and when you're serving in, in this mission, what do the ages look like? So we start with the youth in grade eight in South Africa and we stay with them till grade 11. And I think, again, like you said, intention, that that's what this is about, that I we didn't want like the rah rah feeling of like, yeah, you're inspired. You know, we were here for this this week, you, you know, week long experience or this day long experience or an hour long. We wanted to really be able to you talk about transitions. Yeah. We wanted to be there with you through the transitions. We wanted to be that community. We wanted to support you. So not even like a holding your hand, not a reach down, but like hands on your back, walking side by side, shoulder to shoulder with you. So we start with them in grade eight and we we then do um, during the school holidays and in South Africa in particular, they have three school holidays. So we're there with them during the school holidays, doing an enrichment program across those four years. So we're able to start out that first year and we talk about who you are. We start with that, having a strong sense of who you are, believing in yourself, looking in the mirror and being able to say, I am worthy. And then from there, we move to stretching their understanding of who they can be, exposing them to new places, new people, so they can see what is possible. And then from there, we use entrepreneurship and the tools of entrepreneurship to get a mindset in them that they can um, to be 
excuse me, to help them have a mindset to be able to look at adversity, to look at problems and to be able to come up with solutions. That's what entrepreneurs do. So we take them through marketing, finance, et cetera, you know, all of those core things, how to take a a goal and break it down into finite, um, finite steps or um, so then that way they can move forward in progress. Um, And so we do that over the four years that we're with them. Um, And then from there, we also have um, students that are in tertiary education or in university that are acting as peer mentors as well. So our secondary target audience or um, segment that we're serving is um, that college student as well that has aspirations to be a social worker or has aspirations to be a teacher or work in education. They're there in the community to be able to um, talk to the youth in a way that's different than me because they speak the same language they're closer in age, but it's also a way to sow into them. So they're getting skills building and they're also um, getting enrichment and they're getting, you know, job experience as well. Wow. Wow. Talk about transition. You're with them at so many pivotal points in their development, in their life, in their self-esteem. And I love that. And I was also looking at the website where you guys, the, the titles um, of the people on the team, it says, I am dot, dot, dot. So each person <laughs> is a, I'm like, that is just so intentional and so powerful. And you're teaching that and instilling that at such a very crucial age. When we talk talk about between 8 and 11, that's when our brains are, are really most eager and taking in a lot of that information. And we're trying to figure out who we are at that time. So that is hats off. Hats off to what you're doing. You guys have uh, an event coming up soon, don't you? Well, so the event was actually with two a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, okay, we had our, okay. We had our fifth annual reception and art auction. We actually, in the pandemic, we actually raised um, more money than we did last year. So it was it was awesome. So last year we were actually at the South African Embassy. This year we virtually still partnered with them, and it was it was love filled. It was joy filled. It was motivating and inspiring, and it was dancing and singing. It was a really good time. I'll send you the video. Yes, please Can I ask do. Can a question real quick? Absolutely. So you you talked about your I am statements. What are what are y'all's I am statements? Who are y'all? Ooh, I love that. Erica, you want to go first or you, you go for it? Oh, <laughs> Tracy, you're funny. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you pass that on over. Um, I I am. I I like to use I am effervescent. Uh, I I like to think that I I kind of sparkle in my energy, but also. I like to provide a little bit of pop in the environment that I am in. So um, kind of the same way a sparkling water is different than a regular water. It still um, quenches thirst, but with a little bit more zip, uh, that's who I am. I love that. I love that. And you were sparkling this morning, Erica. You were sparkling. Shining, shining, shining. I love that. And I love this question, Misha. And so I do. I, I am intentional about that, too. I, I wake up and I, I am. I am a light worker. I am purpose driven. I am passionate. I am love. So I say those things out loud every single day. And I try to live with that intention that I allow your light to shine through me so others may see and want to know more. So that's yeah. my daily affirmation and my daily prayer that use me in whatever way you see fit. Send me and I'll go. You know, so I think what you guys are doing and what you're instilling and, and what you're saying right now to the people that are watching on video or through the airwaves, however you're getting this information, hopefully you are touched. Hopefully you are inspired because I think what you're talking about, Misha, actively choosing joy, finding that passion, that purpose. If you don't know what that call is on your life, just know that you have one. Don't stop asking. Don't stop seeking. Don't because once once you do that, 
everything in the world starts to move to come and answer your needs. Once you ask the question, I think there's so much power in our words, so much power in our thoughts. So I can't thank you enough for just sharing who you are and not only who you are with us, but you're sharing who you are globally. You're making a global impact. That's huge. I'm fired up right now. Let's go. (laughs) Can I say one thing, Tracy? Yeah. I put God all up into this and I know not everybody believes in God and they may not even, and if they do believe in God, they may not believe in the same God as me. But I think with that said, use your language, use your language. Don't be intimidated or turn away from my words because of the language I use. Yes. Put it whatever feels right for you, but just know that it is truth. It is truth, but just make that your own truth. Um, but it's, it, it's there. It is all there. And it's all within our reach. If we seek, yes, if you have not because you ask not. So true. And you will find. And so it really is about just start with the little voice, start with that question. And I and I've heard from so many people that question really does start with who am I? I don't know who I am. I heard that from so many people. And and to what you said, Tracy, everything you put after I am is an affirmation and a declaration over your life. So until you know, say what you want. Just speak it over your life. And and it's amazing. One day you will wake up and and you will see. And if you keep on saying it, keep on saying it, you will wake up and you will see that you were living and you turned in. You you, you were living out what you said. Yes. Um, Misha, um, Misha, I don't want the time to run out before you let people. No, no, no. I love this. But I don't want the time to run out before people know how to get in touch with you. How can they reach you at what I am? We are. How can they reach you? Yes, you yep, can 30 go seconds. to iamweareyouth.org. That's I-A-M-W-E-A-R-E youth, Y-O-U-T-H dot O-R-G. And we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at iamweareyouth um, as well. Make sure you guys go out and support another amazing Shine Bright Athlete Series. I can't Woo! thank you. We did it again. Beautiful ladies, have a great week. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are. I am because we are. Have a great week. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin. And you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.